Welcome to the PubCast, your inside look at electronic publishing. From ebooks to websites to podcasts and more, join us as we interview the professionals on the cutting edge of publishing. Financial diet. Hi guys. <laughs> so Lauren, tell us about yourself, what you do, and what the financial diet is for people who don't know. Okay, so um, yes, as you mentioned, my name is Lauren, and I work at the Financial Diet. I am a co-founder there, and I am the lead creative design officer. So that means I do everything from overseeing, like you know, website design to custom editorial uh, graphics and pieces like that for clients looking to uh, you know sponsor content on our site. I run our Instagram, and I design all the quotes and stuff for that. And I also you know am involved in our video channel. I use to be in the videos, but now I've kind of transitioned to a role where I focus primarily on designing the graphics and all the pop-ups that you see on screen. So it's a little bit of everything. I have my hands in a couple different uh, pots at all times. <laughs> Great. So yeah, do you want to talk about what the financial diet is as a whole? Yeah, totally. So um, the financial diet is a really a website where um, you know, my partner Chelsea and I designed it as a space for young women primarily uh, to come together and talk about money in like a really honest way that's, um, you know, it removes all shame and judgment from the situation. We want it to be like a safe space um, where we can all talk about money and all the different aspects of our lives that it touches in a way that's just really kind of approachable and, like I said, non judgmental. And it's just a safe space for people to come and, and just kind of be honest about money. So your job is to do a lot of the graphics and the design elements of the website and for the YouTube channel. So yes. what kind of skills do you need to do that? What kind of training have you had? What have you had to figure out on the job? So that question, answering that question, I feel like I could go on and on and on about it, but I'll try to condense it. Um, I went to a traditional four-year college where I got a graphic design degree. Um, and when I graduated, I was really passionate about, about um, you know, branding and giving uh, brands an identity and kind of learning how to distill like the vision and the mission of a company or a website or a person and distilling that down to like like a visual language. And so when the financial diet started, Chelsea and I really talked about, you know, what kind of look and feel did we want the site to have? Um, we wanted something that felt light and open and friendly. And I think that my job in the beginning was setting up that initial branding, giving, you know, the site, the look and feel that it needed to kind of like attract readers and keep them clicking around. Um, so that was a big part of my job at the beginning as kind of like a branding uh, expert, if you will. Um, but then my role really kind of evolved from there. I started doing, you know, custom graphics, infographics for clients uh, on the site. I started getting involved with the videos. Um, you know, as TFD grew, my role within shaping it design wise grew. Um, and so now we've, we've launched an e-shop in the past couple of months where I did everything from design the products and get them shipped, uh, and test them out for durability and like, you know, seeing what they looked like in person. Um, you know, cause the shop is run entirely online. Uh, we don't have like a physical space where we sell stuff. Um, so, you know, learning how to do that and setting that up from scratch. Um, you know, we have a Pinterest, we have, 
the Instagram. So it's just kind of a lot of, there's a lot of different components to my job, but that's what, you know, keeps it exciting and it keeps me learning. Um, but I primarily work in Adobe, the Adobe creative suite. Um, I also had to learn, you know, the Shopify platform, which is where our eShop is hosted. And then I also learned how to really navigate WordPress and how to, you know, hire a developer to make tweaks within that platform um, to get the kind of site that we wanted um, for our readers. So, yeah. Wow, it sounds like you do a lot of different things. Yeah, (laughs) that's the thing, though. It's like when you have a startup, um, you know, which is essentially what TFD is, you know, it starts from two people with a a dream and like, you know, how are we going to get there? what tasks do you handle? What tasks do I handle? Um, you know, and Chelsea is a kick-ass writer and handles all the editorial, you know, direction and strategy. And my job is to make sure that the website sings and that it attracts people, like I said, and it keeps people clicking around and just to make it as beautiful as possible. And to like have that kind of that money talk, uh, angle really feel like, the sugar that is needed to make the medicine go down, like the visual and design of the site um, makes the topic of money in my mind a little less scary because it feels so approachable and so friendly, I hope. (laughs) You definitely succeed at that as an (laughs) avid consumer of your website. That's awesome. Oh yeah, the photos and like just the calm atmosphere makes me feel so much stressed about adulting as a whole. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what the feel we were going for was. Um, We wanted the photos to all feel like cohesive and consistent and just like kind of... um, there's a slight fade out that I add on to all of them to just kind of like brighten them, but also make them feel calm, but beautiful. So it's, it's all uh, conversations behind the scenes. So that's glad to know it translates. Yeah. yeah, I love the fact that it's not super aggressive and in your face about like, we talk about money and yeah, just... right. Do your taxes, ask for that raise, like screaming, you know, you don't want to feel like we're, you know, we're being too prescriptive. We want to feel like it's really clear that we're learning alongside you, which is very much the case. Yeah, I definitely see that. It's definitely like part money guidance blog, but also part lifestyle blog, which makes it even more relevant, I think, to the average reader. Well, totally, because, you know, money does touch every part of your life. So it makes sense that on a website like ours, you know, you've got the lifestyle vertical, the career, the living, the essays, the confessions, you know, everything from we'll shoot food that's supposed to be like a affordable night in with your girls on a weekend to like, you know, doing things like infographics about taxes and freelancing and and stuff like that. It's really, really runs the gamut. You have a lot of contributors on your website, outside people who write in. Yeah. And you are the person who comes up with the photos and the layout for those type of articles. Well, yeah. So we do have a lot of contributors writing in and we have a managing editor, Holly, who kind of sifts through all the um, submissions and works with the writers. But it's my job to, yeah, if they have any kind of visual requests or, you know, needs inside those posts that they're, they're giving to us that those needs are met. So anything from like building a chart to redesigning someone's Excel budget to make it look a little bit 
more visually compelling and dynamic on the site, I'll go ahead and do that. If we have people writing in with roundups, I'll conceptualize like what's the best way to show this? Is it a collage? Is it like images that break up the text if it's super long? Are we linking out to products? And like, what do those products look like inside the post? Is it just a link or is it just a hyperlink or is it more, you know, is it more visual than that? So I'll work with Holly to kind of do those pieces custom as they come in as, uh, you know, I'm needed. And I am one person, so I feel like it's it's the kind of thing where you have to be conscious of your resources and your time and, and, and stuff like that, because you could easily spend a day, an entire day just designing one chart. But it's like, if that's not the best use of my time or Holly's time or, you know, for the site, then it's something that we try to be conscious of as we go through. Definitely. So what would you say that the timeline is like on that? Like probably from the time that someone submits something to the time that it actually gets posted? It's pretty tight. Um, We work on a fairly tight schedule. So I'll get a request in the morning and it'll usually be for the next day or it'll be like, hey, I have, you know, three different Excel budgets that look kind of crappy. Can you redesign them by like Wednesday? So it's they're pretty tight timelines, you know, like a, a day or two, if that. And it's usually totally doable because we're a pretty nimble team. So it's it's usually no no more than that. So are you working on any larger projects? So you work on the day-to-day posts. Yeah. But what kind of larger projects do you work on to try to drive the financial diet forward? Well, there's a lot of things um, on my end in terms of the design of the website that I, I focus on in terms of long-term projects. And that is something that takes a lot of resources because, you know, let's say we are trying to roll out a couple of different improvements to the TFD site. Um, maybe we want to design a space for, you know, a a new client widget that we're going to launch in like a month or so. Um, Or maybe we want to include a row of like featured articles that we want to highlight from our archives. That's something that takes a lot of time because we have to actually reach out to a developer because I don't code. Um, I have a basic overview knowledge of uh, HTML, CSS, and Java, but it's only enough to kind of like communicate my needs to a developer or a web designer. Designer. Um, I, I don't code myself. So th- those are the kind of long term projects that require a lot of like planning. I'll design mock ups, I'll like skin the look and the feel of the page that we want to change or create from scratch. And then I'll have to loop in my developer, you know, get everyone on board to make sure that everyone agrees with the changes. And then we move forward from there. Um, we have a chief uh, technology officer in house, which will help walk through some of the potential pitfalls of a design like it from a user usability standpoint um and then it's my job to kind of go in and make things look as visual visually beautiful as possible before you know asking the developer to execute on something so say you want to make a change to the tfd website you know like maybe like a medium size change just to make things more usable to someone what does the timetable look like and what does the budget look like You know, budgets can really vary depending on the developer that you're using. If there's someone who um, is a freelancer, it's going to be a little bit cheaper. Um, If it's someone who is is staffed at a larger company, it's obviously going to be much more expensive. We tend to work with um, freelance developers. We have a great one that we've 
used for several projects. Um, so if I ask him for something, you know, medium sized and his availability is pretty open, I would say that that can happen anywhere from like three to five weeks usually, because like I said earlier, you have to make sure that everyone's on the same page. So they'll usually develop the change on a, like a, another platform so that they're not doing any direct changes onto your website, kind of in like a, a static development environment so that you can just review the changes, ask for things that need to be tweaked and move on from there. And then they'll kind of like push it live, the changes that they've made. So that takes a little bit of time to make sure everyone's on the same page. But I would say anywhere from like three to six weeks, three to five weeks. Yeah. So you're kind of a unique type of website. There's not a huge industry out there doing <laughs> lifestyle money blog. <laughs> but what would you say the industry is like? What would you say that are other websites kind of doing what you do? Or do you still feel like you're kind of the only one in the game there? I would say that while our platform is unique and what we cover from an editorial perspective, I would say that it's pretty much par for the course when you have a small business like the one that we have. I think it's very common to have an in-house designer, but to outsource your coding work or your like web development work. I think that's pretty common. I would say that at smaller companies with like, you know, a ton of VC backing or like lots of money to kind of pour into different projects, they might have an in-house developer or they might, you know, have a team of designers. Um, but I can name a ton of like small scale food bloggers or fashion bloggers where it's just like the lead writer, an in-house creative like myself, maybe a photographer, um, like a pretty small, small team that bootstraps a bit, which I find to be really exciting because I think that, you know, every day is different and it forces me to learn a lot more than I would have ever learned at a job, you know, with a hundred other people in the office where you can just easily say, oh, that's not my area of expertise. Like, let's move it on down to like Pam over there. Like she can do it. I don't have to do it. <laughs> like, it's not my job. Um, and I feel like it's exciting to be able to work on such a small team because it's like, it's my job today to learn After Effects to, to animate that Instagram video we want to post. Like that's my uh, domain and it's exciting. It's, it's a, it's a challenge, which is rewarding to me. So you kind of have to adapt day to day and you're kind of learning new things all the time. It seems like. Oh yeah. Like just the other day it was something like I was working in illustrator and I, I clicked like an accidental short code uh, or shortcut for something. And it just like turned everything in my document, like, into outlines. And I had never done that before. I was like, Oh my God, how do you fix this? And I was like up on Google, like in forums, like, I think I accidentally like totally messed up my, my file. Like, can someone help? And you know, you learn it yourself because you have to, there's no one to call and be like, Hey, can you check this out and do it for me? You know, you have to be that kind of like internal it person for yourself. So it's a, uh, it's like you take those lessons that you learn and you'll never forget them and you take them with you. And it's like, cool, I'm a better designer for it. It. You experiment, you play around with it, you see what works, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and I love using platforms where like they're online learning platforms where you can learn, you know, how to animate something in After Effects and or you can learn how to retouch something in Photoshop for a photo that I'll take. Um, and it's just it's an exciting challenge to be kind of lost at times because you're like, well, now I have to learn it and I'll never not know it again. And I can teach someone else, which is super cool. Yeah, definitely. I'm sure with like a small bubble, a lot of people get to learn a lot of different things. Yeah, it's a 
it's it's exciting. Is there anything you haven't learned yet that you want to, like a new program? Um, yeah, I would love to learn how to use a uh, Premiere. Um, that's something that I wouldn't use on my day to day because for our YouTube videos, we have a uh, production team that we work out, we work with, and they're out in Missoula, Montana, um, the Complexly team. So they will go ahead and edit our videos. So I don't have to use any kind of like video editing software, but that's something, you know, that I really am interested in. I've taken a couple of classes in college, but that was years ago. So I really don't recall too much of like the fine detail of video editing and stuff like that. But I think it's really exciting to work on on projects like that. And that's something I would love to be able to dedicate more time to. But unfortunately, now is not that time. (laughs) (laughs) As a small startup, how do you intend to grow in the future? So, you know, we really do have this approach to our site and our business where it's like a slow burn. We try not to do anything in terms of like writing pieces or posting things that are like viral or that'll go viral. We're much more interested in like sustainable, slow growth over time. And I think that, you know, it's been going great the past, I think it's been two, two and a half years now, and it just continues to grow and get bigger. And I think it's because we just continue to put out like really high quality, thoughtful content. We really know our readers well, and we know what they'll respond to and what they're drawn to. And so I think that kind of like just being really familiar with your audience and getting to know them, seeing what works, see, see what kind of um, posts get clicked on the most and what brings in traffic, stuff like that is really useful to kind of get an understanding of who it is your your market is and who you're writing posts for. And I think that that has always been our philosophy. Like we want to remain loyal to our core reader base and we want to continue to earn and keep their trust. And that's really important to us. And I think it's it's been going well. So we'll continue on that path and, and hopefully keep growing forward. That sounds like a good plan. And I think you're doing a really good thing. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, it's been a while. And at first, you know, you're wondering, you know, what's going to go off today? Like, what's going to, will something go viral? And we've had a couple of articles in the past that have gone viral, you know, in relation to the size of our site. So they're not getting like, you know, 30 million page views, like some, some pieces on like, you know, other sites might, but you know, for our size, they, they've gone off pretty well. And it's like it always casts a wider net because these are more like general lifestyle pieces that'll do that. Um, and then it brings more readers into the fold. So, you know, every time you'll have one of those articles go off, it brings in a little bit more to your core audience. Um, but for the most part, we have a pretty loyal, dedicated group of readers that we can pretty accurately predict how much they'll grow each month. That makes sense. Um, So I think you've covered all the questions that I have for you, but do you have anything that you would like to share with our audience? Yeah, I mean, I guess what's interesting and what I get asked the most about is just kind of like what it's like to work at a startup. And, you know, it's funny because Chelsea and I for so long really were reluctant to call it that because it feels like it sometimes gets a bad rep, like it sometimes conjures this image of like people in a dilapidated office like sitting there pajamas like not taking it seriously in some ways because it's like oh the the office culture is just like whatever you want it to be and like this is fun and like this is different and I think that her and I from the very beginning always took it really seriously in terms of like we know what we want this to be we're we're driven to work really hard for it we 
like there was never this sense of like it either does well or it doesn't like we knew that we had something here we knew that we had like great content great contributors and like a powerful message to share if you will and that was just you know how to make money a more approachable topic and have people write in and feel like they had a safe space to confess or to talk about you know their money fears or their money questions and and really create that platform for them and it's been you know really rewarding and exciting to see it grow and to see the engagement and to see our community just like continue to uh to grow bigger and bigger thank you so much for all of this helpful information it's really been a pleasure talking to you <laughs> you as well thank you <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me yeah it's been really great so this has been lauren from the financial diet and i am megan and this is the podcast and everyone have a great evening This has been the Pubcast. Find more episodes, read our blog, or send feedback by visiting us on the web at www.thepubcast.org.